Today on Beauty Time, we have a special guest episode as a fellow hairstylist and a friend She's of my friend mine too. and Clarissa's. <laughs> She's a lot of fun, and we are having we had her on. T- this is like a really simple yeah. episode, yeah. guys, which is Jamie- literally us just talking. Yeah, it's not anything too heavy or serious because there's a lot of a lot of that going on, and where I know it could be um, good to be involved in some of that sometimes you need a break so that's this episode and we mm-hmm. hope that you enjoy it but yeah so grab a snack grab some popcorn a lemon peel any kind of peel, peel any peel orange, you can find <laughs> any kind Don't of peel <laughs> prep in for another um, episode <laughs> of beauty time uh yeah <laughs> Welcome to Beauty Time. Beauty Time. I don't even have my tape. We gotta go get some. We gotta make some coffee or something. So, this episode of Beauty Time, we have Jamie joining us. She is somebody that is a good friend of mine and that has gone to um, a convention with Chris. (laughs) And we had a great day. We did. She's somebody that uh, we... I met in the salon and we've been friends ever since. And now we are both in a salon suite in the same building together. So it's almost like we're working together again. But this week we wanted to do a little bit of a lighter episode and get Jamie on here. Like I mentioned last episode, because I wanted (laughs) her to tell some of her fun client stories because her clients really tell her way too much. (laughs) So we're going to have a a good time. (laughs) So, Barrel of laughs. Yeah. So. It is going to be a barrel of laughs. Hold on to your fucking hats and grab a depends because you're going to piss yourself. <laughs> <laughs> grab a diaper. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of like shaking hands or like hugging and kissing. Like, I have to really like you to want to give you a hug, but like, I don't know why people want to like kiss you on the cheek, like directly, no. like lips to cheek like contact I don't I'm good with it I'm good with it I'm glad that that we're not gonna we're gonna ditch that for now (laughs) (laughs) well they said uh Dr. Uh, Fauci said he doesn't think we should ever shake hands ever again so I'm like that's fine (laughs) yeah I'm cool with that I'm really I have a hard time yeah they like I, I don't I don't know about you guys but I like my clients feel the need, and I don't mind. I, I love some of my clients more than I love a lot of people. <laughs> and they, they hug. They'll kiss my cheek. They say I love you. They, it's really, it, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a very big adjustment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I even have people calling, texting me now, like, hey, can I call you? I had one, one client that she did, like, an over-the-phone psychic reading with, she had an appointment they did over the phone. She had to call me to tell me what happened. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't mind that at all. But it, we are very, a lot of them are very close. So it's like, 
there is going to be a new way of... I just don't like touching people that I don't know. Like, when I have to do an interview, like, I don't want to fucking shake your hand. I understand what it means. I understand the connotation. I understand it's a sign of respect and greeting. But, like, I don't want to touch people I don't know. If if I had a client that I loved like that, I would be like, yeah, you could hug me, hello. Like, you're you're my people. But, like... Nine, 95% of them, I want to fucking kick them in the teeth. So, no. <laughs> I have to say, like, other than that, on the outside of that, and, like, my close friends and family, I'm not a touch. I'm, I'm not yeah. not even that touch. But it's, I've I've just gotten used to it. I was never the one to initiate the hug. Yeah, but yeah like, I guess we're doing it. This is happening. But I do agree, like, with with people that you don't know I have straight up witnessed and this is not an exaggeration I have straight up been sitting in a car and see somebody walk by and scratch their ass <laughs> and exactly what I'm saying though like they could have just been that guy that scratched his ass on the way to an interview and then shook that dude's hand and like now you've got dookie on it like right well that's why bathroom and somebody you hear they went to the bathroom and you did not hear them wash their hands. <laughs> I yeah. call them out. I call them out all the time. Well, that is why <laughs> Dr. Fauci said we should never shake hands again because that is the number one way to even spread, uh, to spread everything, basically. Yeah. yeah. He says. Who, who fucking came up with this idea? What an asshole. But it's funny because you're going to talk about your stories today. And I- yeah, people be surprised at the stuff that these people tell us. Yeah, or just the stuff that we have to go through and endure. Yes. Yeah. Which is why we started this podcast. Yep. But. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's true. I was blown away. I don't know who, I, I don't know if one of you saw my response on your story with that thing that you guys read it because I heard the podcast too with the woman that wished that woman dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely appalling. Disgusting. Yeah, appalling. I know. I, I, I can't even fathom talking to somebody. That, that's, that's just. Horrible. Yeah. But that really happens, though. They harass us. Like, we get fucking harassed. Yeah, well, I got, I told both of you, I got another text message asking to cut hair, um, but outside with masks on because (laughs) somebody was desperate. And I'm like, like, oh, okay, yeah, your salon is closed because we're, you're not supposed to be doing this, but do you mind coming to my house and doing it in the backyard? Like, uh, yeah, I mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, mind. Yeah, a lot. I mind a whole lot. Yeah, like, fly to Georgia if you want to get your hair done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound like, like that, <laughs> but I'm, I'm lucky because out of 12 years of doing hair, I could say I have less than two handfuls of people that are have been outright disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I, I'm one of the lucky ones. I I know what people go through a lot. And I've had a couple, they've weeded their way out. They, they're gone. But yeah, but I've had a few where they, they cross that. They, they definitely overstep that boundary, but, but then what they don't realize is you do that. I'm the one in charge of my book. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in charge of when, I mean, and I have the luxury of being able to be the one in charge too. Right. Don't don't do that because we're not stupid, you know. <laughs> right. Hey, act professional and put on a smile, but we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna pay for that if you want to act a certain way. Right. So 
So that's their loss. But Can you give an example of how yeah. they pay for that? Because I'm very curious. So like, <laughs> I, I had one incident recently, and it was actually a new client. Uh, fairly new. I think I've done hair like maybe three times now. Um, and she she had an appointment like literally I closed on the 21st of March. She had an appointment I think it was like the, the 22nd, 23rd. I don't even know what the hell day of the week. It was like a couple days after. And I couldn't, I actually tried to squeeze everybody in right before I closed because I knew this was going to be a long time and I, I canceled with her and, and I, what I've been doing is I've been keeping a list of every, everybody that I had to cancel in time order. I have a list so that when I do open back up in that time order, that's who gets put back in. And then whoever else wants to make appointments, they have to wait till after that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was at the top of the list until she had got, I had recommended a couple of different wow powders to her, a uh, wow powder, the other one that Kim sent me, the L'Oreal one, <clears throat> and she came back to me saying it sucked. Uh, she's not having it. I don't remember exactly what was said, but it wasn't really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, basically, like, you know, you have to let me know when, when, this is over. I, I don't even remember what was said, but it wasn't, it wasn't nice. It, and it was just like, I felt kind of attacked. It was just like, it sucked. It was a no go. Didn't like it. So because of that, you're on the end of the list, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. And I, you know, I'm not going to be nasty. I'm not going to, you know, I was very professional about it, but now if you want to act a certain way, I'm not going to make you my priority. No. So, you know, and it's going to suck for you because you're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't even know when we're going to reopen. I can't even project. Like, I really can't. I don't know if it's going to be the – I know they're saying, oh, maybe the 15th, but I don't I don't nah. think it's going to be then. I don't think so. Well, I think I told – I think I told Jamie about this. I don't know if I told Larissa about this, but – um. Nick Orojo has been blasting Cuomo all over oh. his Instagram. No. And there was a there was a clip on there that of Cuomo cuz he's doing like 500 interviews a day, <laughs> but of uh basically somebody asking about barbershops and hair salons and Cuomo was like, "Well, those are going to be probably one of the last things to open because there's no way you can socially distance when you're doing a haircut." And And then he laughed and was like, and I'd like to see what kind of haircut somebody would get from six feet apart. (laughs) So Nick, see, so Nick Arojo posted and he was like, this man is mocking our industry, blah, 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 save our salon, this, that, and the other thing. And he posted another, another thing today. I forget what, but I'm like, well, I guess Nick Arojo has a lot to lose. He's got two salons with like tremendous overhead i get it but at the same time i mean you're fighting a battle that you're not gonna win you know i don't i don't know what to tell you nick rojo totally lost all my respect thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) cuomo that's my fucking husband leave him alone (laughs) that's jamie's husband i gotta share him too (laughs) 
<laughs> I got to share Jensen Ackles with you. I got to share Cuomo with her. <sighs> I just have somebody to myself and not my boyfriend. No, I'm just kidding. This is just my position. I always kind of, I mean, shoot me. I always thought the Rojo was a little overrated. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's. But now that, I mean, that now it's solidified. Oh, but. no. <laughs> he's so cute with his little accent or whatever and his little curly hair. He's so cute. Mm. that razor up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> everybody got a razor cut. Him and Carmen D. Everybody got a razor cut. And everybody oh, yeah. got a, a he- pink cheek. So what kind of stories do you have right. for us today, Jamie? So, I mean, I got, I mean, you you, you are aware and have lived through some of the things. <laughs> yes. To, to, I have some, man. So I'm going to, I'm going to reel it back. I'm going to go back like to the beginning. Okay. I want to take this like 11 years ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Vintage story. And, yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, whatever, whatever I am going to say, I, I totally respect people and have, there's confidentiality. I haven't seen these people in years and years. Now, I was probably, I don't know, 19, 18, 19, 20 at the time. And I had this, it started with this <laughs> wholesome mother-daughter story. And the mother, the mother had a in like her late 70s. And she was your typical grandma. She was your typical sweet old woman she would give me recipes all the time and after a couple of appointments it was apparent that she it wasn't swinging because her husband was dead but she would go to these sex parties I don't know if you would consider it a party Um, (laughs) I don't know how many people were there but there was a lot of sex and baking because she would bake for these events side note and you know I would get detail, detail by detail. Now, you know, people tell you these things and and you want to, these people are being vulnerable with you. They're comfortable enough to tell you these things. So you never want to make them feel uncomfortable. You never want to make them feel like, ew, I don't need to hear this. But, you know, you take it with stride. So I, I hear about all this. Now I do her daughter's hair too. Months and months go by. This is like a normal occurrence that happens all the time with this woman. <laughs> Turns out, daughter, okay, the daughter who was, about, I guess, in her forties, she did the same shit. What? Now, yes, they did not know this about each other. Ew! So they showed up. Oh. They showed up at the same party. <laughs> that was always my concern. <laughs> These motherfuckers are gonna show up and see each other. <laughs> Yeah. He would show me photos. No, no. What kind of photos? Like, too bad there's no uh-huh. HR because that's sexual harassment. Get the fuck out of here. Well, here I am saying, oh, those fishnets look so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those chaps really make your ass look great. Like, oh, God. Eventually, <laughs> as the years went on, it, the, only, the only time these worlds interlocked was the daughter was helping the mother on her computer at the time because I don't even know if like that like the Apple wasn't a thing yet I think that, <laughs> that long ago but 
she went through her mother's photos and they were no. And now, again, I'm getting the story. The mother's coming to me. My daughter found photos. Oh my God, the daughter's telling me I found photos of my mother, and I have to act like I have no. Oh my God, really? <laughs> um, so that was probably one of my favorite ones, and it was it was a saga because it wasn't just a one time. <laughs> Every time I would see them, I would I would get these vivid, explained, <laughs> burned. My skull stories, and <laughs> that was always fun. Um, I had another client who um, would drink a lot <laughs> and would come in drunk a lot. I mean, those are the best. Yeah, I mean, it, it was something, <laughs> and um. There was one time, I mean, it was it was kind of trashy. There was one time her now ex-husband, they were all in my, I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember if he was in the salon at the time, but he was picking her up, dropping her off. I don't even remember, but they asked me to have a threesome. The other thing I have too, and, and this is, this is something that, like, I, I, this has taught me a lot. Like, there's the amount of families that I have, and I do, the mother, the daughter, the sisters, the cousins, whatever, the insane secrets that I know between them, um, you know, and I'm, I'm hearing each person's angle on, on different, you know, dramas that each family has and the secrets that they all hold, and, and I have to act surprised <laughs> when, you know, one person might find out something about the other person or who's upset with this one and and things that are like like if if other family members found out like families would be torn apart it would tear like, yeah yeah it. and and it's sometimes it's heavy like there's certain things that like whether I mean it's not for me to judge but whether I agree or don't agree it's it's stuff that's like oh my God, like I know something that would totally ruin people's lives. And it's crazy. And you have to really have a good poker face. But the one thing, <laughs> it, yeah, the, the one thing though, you know, it, it teaches me a lot. It teaches me, you know, I learn from people's mistakes, believe it or not. Uh, I learned, you know, a lot of, a lot of, like, I, I would say like, wisdom when it comes to judging people because you know I was I used to be one of those people like most that would jump and judge right away when you would hear negative things like somebody having an affair or somebody betraying a friend or or whatever but until you hear every side and learn you know why people do the things they do bad or good or the feel the way they do doesn't make wrongdoings right, but it's taught me that I'm in no position to ever judge anybody. And as humans, we're all navigating the best we can. And if somebody's comfortable enough to share the deepest, darkest shit with me and be that vulnerable, the last thing I want is to make them regret telling me. You know, mm -hmm. the only thing though is if somebody's like a downright narcissist, like sociopath, first, first of yeah. all, I smell you from a mile away and chances are you don't stay in my chair because we can't even talk. Um, but like, 
it, it's taught me to have compassion in the most craziest, twisted ways where I never thought I could have compassion for things that certain people do, you know, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, you know, I mean, and then you have the shit where it's like people like tell you everything about their sex life. Like, oh, God, I really hate when they tell me that shit. I'm like, could you not? Like, like really? I don't want to know about what what the no 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 yeah exactly like, I'm like reliving like every scar right now from all the things I never wanted to hear and I'm like what the what what about my face makes you think I want to know oh god I know I know like I like now when I when your husband comes in to go you know, pick you up or pay for something. I got to know about his foot fetish. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's or, true. Or... It's, it's weird. It's weird. And, and, and you have to act like. Cool. Like you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I definitely, I mean, a lot of my clients are kind of like me. They're a little more like quiet or like they'll, they tell me like light stuff. But I, I definitely have a couple that um, are oversharers. One in particular that is a super oversharer <laughs> that like to the point where I would have to tell her in the middle of the salon to keep it down because she was talking about, well, I just went to the gynecologist and they said and they did a pap smear. And I'm like, okay, it's, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. You know who I'm talking about, uh... Jamie. <laughs> yes. She's too much. She will always Even be a lot. So Even for me, and I can take... She's a lot. Oh. Yeah. And then she'll text me, like, and ask me for advice, like, outside of the salon. I swear, I've saved her relationship, like, 20 times. So I have, I have this other client that's in her 50s. She just turned 50. She tells me a lot of information, and she also looks at me for guidance and meanwhile I'm a good 20 years younger than her and I'm like sitting here giving her advice but it was just interesting how like that ends up happening you know like you would think these people have have life uh experience that they'd be telling me (laughs) advice but anyway (laughs) so I give her advice on her son and his girlfriend all the time but so she basically tells me everything but one day she had come back from her vacation and she had just went to somewhere. I don't know if it was the Bahamas or somewhere, but somewhere secluded. They had this really nice house on the beach and, and it was off away from people because they didn't want to go to a resort because they're the type of people that her husband makes friends or they make friends everywhere they go and they just never have alone time because they <laughs> end up making friends. So they decided to get this house on the beach away from everyone still ended up making friends with people 20 years younger than them, but that's besides the point. So she told me that she drank so much tequila when she was away because she was trying to watch her calories, but still get drunk. And she watched, she drank so much tequila. And since they were so secluded, she told her husband she to take pictures of her <laughs> naked on the rocks in, in the be- at the beach. <laughs> so she is like, yeah, I was feeling oh, great. God. I told him, take my picture. We did a whole photo shoot uh, naked on the rocks. 
Yeah, naked on the rocks at the beach. So she tells me, yeah, so, you know, it was funny because I got home and um, my son was asking me, like, Mom, where are all the pictures from your vacation? Like, I didn't, you haven't seen, I haven't seen any. So she's like, I took my iPad out and I was, you know, letting him scroll through. And then I almost forgot I had the pictures of me naked on the beach on there. (laughs) So she's like, he's swiping and swiping and swiping. And then I realized and she's like, she's like, I grabbed the iPad from him. And I was like, you know what? You know what? I need to I need to go pick up stuff. And my order's ready at Sam's Club. Uh, We could look at these later. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, imagine her son swiping like, Mom, what the hell? <laughs> Who took what these pictures? Was Dad here? Does Dad know? <laughs> yeah, Dad was a photographer. Well, if you have enough tequila, I'm baby, just like, you... where was she that it was private enough and that nobody was walking by that was like, what the fuck? Well, they were... They were on the secluded. They beach. thought it was secluded, but it probably wasn't. Well, imagine people looking out their window, oh like, "What's God. going on out there?" I was in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> 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 nope. But yeah, that's the that, that's the only like funny one I can think of. I mean, that that comes to mind. But I mean, people definitely definitely share a lot and like you said it's like it's funny because it's nice that they like I mean personally it's nice when they share things about their lives with you or they look to you at like like you mean so much to them because you've helped them like not even just making their hair look nice but just like as people like like I said I mean most of my clients are are middle-aged women I don't have a lot of young clients I don't have a lot of old clients they're just middle-aged people and I find that they're they're all you know they all have families they all have kids they all end up I end up being like part of their life in a way you know like I've had so many of them text me just to ask me like hey are is your wedding still happening like I was thinking about you you know yeah and stuff like that. So they definitely, they do have their good moments, but there's definitely the ones that are, you're like, okay, yeah. you just ruined well, it. For old ones. <laughs> those are the best. The best. Sorry. <laughs> oh, the older ones, huh? the best ones. I don't know. It's just people, people as a whole, sometimes you have your good, your good ones and your wild ones. And I know Larissa's definitely well, seen that one, some wild Larissa, ones. That one part that you're talking about, that woman over the phone. Go. She falls into this category. Oh my god! That, <laughs> I, I was listening to that mouth open. <laughs> That's probably what I looked like when she was talking to me on the phone too. I was like, "Is this real life right now?" <laughs> oh my god! I just I can't remember. Like, I'm trying to think of like clients I've had that have personally overshared that I can remember, but nothing stands out except for like this old one. I had a mother and a daughter that I would cut their hair and it wasn't, it's not even like that crazy, but like, I just remember it. Like the mother told me a story about like how her daughter was out in a club and she was dancing and she was wearing those um, chicken cutlets in her bra. And then like, she danced so much. She like got so sweaty. They slipped out and like fell on the floor. (laughs) That's in the middle of the dance floor 
and like her it was like she was with a, her boyfriend I think or something and like he didn't know she was wearing them or something and she like had to like pick them up and run away with the chicken cutlets like in her hands like mortified in the middle of the dance floor and then she came in and told me the story and I had to pretend I didn't know it and I was like uh-huh your mom already told me everything <laughs> pregnancies and stuff like that I'm usually one of the first to know for some reason then like yeah my favorite is like the siblings because they all are mad at each other for something right? yeah it's true <laughs> always and then like of course you have your own image in your head of like nah that one you know what? It should have been that way. That one did that one wrong. But but you can't, you know? Yeah. You take sides. Mm-hmm. Right. And they each will say to you, like, well, I don't mean to, you know, like, don't tell them I said this. And I never tell you. What, but it's funny yeah, no. it's like they each run to you and bitch to you about all their other people that you see. <laughs> it's just, it, it's funny. And it's my like it's a weird little like web with my clients too because a lot of my <laughs> I referred to my therapist who I adore. <laughs> my therapist and my clients and I it's like a triangle like But she should give like, you like a punch go- card for like all the referrals <laughs> well, you've given her. Uh, well, my therapist and I that's another love affair. <laughs> no, you know like in the smoothie place, like tropical smoothie, yeah. like you buy 10 smoothies you get a free one. She should totally fucking give you one of those cards. She she's got me out of the so I I <laughs> those punch cards coming. So. <laughs> it's like I got a favor coming to me. She actually asked me cuz one one had stopped going to her and she's like, "Do me a favor, don't suggest me again." <laughs> <laughs> I have to deal with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, what tailspin has yeah. the Rona sent you into her... today? Have you cut bangs? Because you know yeah. you're in a deep despair when you oh, cut God. bangs, which I'm like one step away from doing. I just want to throw that out there. Not yet. I was going to really say, have you done my it? Trump card for when I can't take it anymore. You look good bangs, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I've had them before. I've had bangs, like, on and off my whole life. But, like, I think I'm going to be in the party of the, the mentally unhealthy when, when you cut bangs into your hair. I it think is. I'm going to be you that know, way. It's mm-hmm. so long that if you don't like it, by the time it's... I know, it'll all be grown out. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. It'll be like I erased my, I know. my bad stage, my bad face. I don't know. Well, that's what that's what I keep telling people. I'm like, whatever you want, cut it if you want, because by the time you get out, <laughs> there, there could be some be people though anyway. that cut it so bad that it's beyond saving. You know, <laughs> like they might cut a mullet into their <laughs> yeah. hair, but like an irreversible one. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely guilty of I cut my own hair all the time when I get like yeah, yeah. You've had some training. I try, and then I'm, and then Jamie, I botch it, and then that's Jamie what I do though. I fuck me, up my so front, and then you fix friend. it, Kim. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she never judges me. Kim, we were saying this. I was saying, I'm like, the funniest part about this whole thing is it makes me realize how low maintenance I am because. I have not colored my hair. I don't need to. I haven't cut it. Like, I could go months without, and, and I'm a redhead. Like, well, 
pink. I don't know what color my hair is. See, like I don't even know. So yeah, dusty rose. Yeah, dusty rose. Lays way out. I stuck with it. <laughs> like I don't like, and I'm lucky I'm not gray. I guess, but I'm like wow, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. So and it's like with Kim too. I mean, other than with the whole wedding. You know, we were keeping up with your hair, but what do we hair once a year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally once a year. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to. Oh, not my God. Kim. Again, too. Oh. <laughs> too much work. Kim's roots. <laughs> you're so light, yeah. though. Like, you're such a yeah. light color naturally. You can get away with, you can get away with it. Yeah. No, oh, you're yeah. so lucky. I don't have gray hair yet. Wood, but after this I might yeah but you're so light anyways it'll just look uh, like highlights well yeah there's been a few hairs where I'm like is that a gray or is that just my hair I can't so, tell like my natural redheads my clients their gray is like a champagne blonde it's so pretty that is pretty yeah. really yeah, they, all, they all have that I'm like wow I think like, they really luck out with that big time. Isn't um uh whatchamacallit, isn't redheads aren't they the last like don't they gray uh um, like doesn't it take them longer to gray for some know, reason with the pigment in their that. hair? My clients that are redheads, they kinda go at like a like when everybody else starts to, but it's like a blonde and it's like champagne. So pretty. It, I think it's I would kill mm-hmm. for that. I, I think it's gorgeous. But uh, ginger hair retains its natural pigment a lot longer than other shades, so there's no need to panic about going gray. Red hair simply fades with age through a glorious spectrum of faded copper to oh, rosy blonde. See, so you're right, color. Jamie. You know how redheads is like the their hair is the only color, natural color that will kind of revert back to red if you color it, like if you bleach it. No. Do you ever notice that? Like if you highlight a redhead, that once they come back, it's like their highlights no. almost disappear. I've never actually encountered that. Wait, let me see if I can say it more scientifically. But uh, apparently, that's a thing. Like they're the only um, hair texture or hair color that not texture hair color that if you're naturally red, it, it reverts that back is- to a certain point, and that's. That's why you have to, if you're highlighting a natural redhead, you should go lighter because it's going to So they have like back. chameleon Let hair. Red. Is what you're saying. Yeah. They like repair themselves. They're like, no, no, no. Don't, don't fuck with me. Because <laughs> they are so pretty. I don't know why people have a thing against red hair. I don't know where all the prejudice comes from and like all the stigma and shit. Like, it's gorgeous. Why wouldn't you want that? Sometimes the texture can be a little difficult because sometimes it is like wiry and coarse. Yeah. But I think it's so pretty. I don't know mm-hmm. why they would hate it. I don't know. Everybody hates what they have. They want something different. But like, it is gorgeous. Well, I think it starts with kids and kids will look to make fun of anything. Ugh, kids mean. are so mean, those little shits. I know. So I think that's where that started because <laughs> redheads are more rare. Mm-hmm. So it's like one odd kid out. So let's make fun of you. I was at um, a kid's birthday party with my daughter and there was 
I couldn't stop staring at this child and I felt like I was bordering on creepy because like A, I'm a hairdresser <laughs> and B, she was just a beautiful child, but she literally had this, the hair of um, the Disney character Merida from Brave. It was bigger than this kid's body, okay, because they're seven, so they're little and it was long as fuck and wild and like the curls were all different sizes, but they were like ringlets and she she had um brown eyes but she was so beautiful and she had all these little freckles and like i'm not kidding when i say her hair was bigger than her fucking body i'm like is she gonna be able to keep her head up she okay like because she was this little bean pole with huge fucking hair but she had coarse wiry texture and i'm like that's gonna suck when she tries to figure out how to do her own hair and it's so thick like she had massive amounts of hair and i was like i just i just want to take I fucking I want to take a pic and like fix it <laughs> I know anytime I've had a young girl in my chair that had red hair and they would be like so what do you like you think I could get highlights I'd be like no your hair <laughs> don't, is touch don't touch it they're probably like trying to work on their mom letting them and then there's us going no yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because that's not what they want to hear. They want to be like, yeah, I'd love to highlight your hair. Meanwhile, we're like, you are a rare and treasured beauty. <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen the big chunk uh highlight? Yeah, and I don't like it. Thing. It's a trend right now. Yeah. Like literally the two strips. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing, well, but I'm seeing that. See Even Kylie then. Jenner has that right now, which she by the way. Well, she had roots two days ago, and magically t- today she doesn't have roots. So I'm like, who is not obeying their I state home order? Because I want to. Did California go back <laughs> I, I know Georgia did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, fucking Georgia. Yeah, no, no, no. Also, I can't find a good text uh, about why red hair reverts back to normal so i don't know if it sounds like i just made that up but i definitely read that somewhere and and it could be a combination of a few things like how strong the red hair pigment is so maybe it just makes it like like you said like super brassy faster because of the undertone i mean i'm sure that's part of it but if i ever find what somewhere i found that somebody said hair Red hair is the only color that naturally reverts back a little bit after you dye it. I will, <laughs> I will probably <laughs> go over that, but I don't have that information. <laughs> I did not pull it out of my ass. Somebody told me that. <laughs> I had that barbicide test going around. <laughs> to, to take the, you know, you read a couple questions yes. and you answer a very simple should be simple questions and you get a certificate and everybody's getting them. I'm like, all right, let me do this. Now I definitely have reading comprehension issues. And I wish I would have known that in school because I probably wouldn't have been like a D student. And I got by with buying teacher sandwiches with certain prices and that's not. And so I'm reading you read it and you answer questions, which is a big downfall for me. I, I am not like, I could read a paragraph and read the words, but I'm not re- what it's trying to tell me so there's obviously like a disconnect in some sort of wire in my <laughs> somewhere so I failed the test and I'm like god I feel stupid no. <laughs> no but I'm like I'm like wow I'm like well I mean I know I'm clean and my clients know that so that's what's getting from me yeah 
Well, so, so supposedly my friend was watching uh, Lisa Loves Balayage. She was doing a live yesterday. And I think that she's a very talented hairdresser and she definitely has a lot of good information and tips. But she also is very sassy mm-hmm. and very, like, kind of like us. <laughs> but, like, when she does lives and people ask her questions, she kind of gives very snippy answers. Like, well, I just answer that question or why don't you look it up? Or like, she's kind of like that. So it's like, eh, she kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit, but she definitely is very talented. So apparently on her live, she was saying she predicts we're all going to lose 40% of our clientele and that um, all this stuff about how things are going to be when we go back. And it kind of pissed me off because I don't, I don't think that's right for just like Nick Orojo because they're bigger platform artists that they're speaking to a large audience, but she's getting on her live and saying, well, this is how it's going to be. And this is what's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. When I I feel like she has no right to say anything because I actually don't know, but I don't think that's fair because you don't know what no. we yeah. have nobody's been through this so you don't have more knowledge than me you know what i mean like you're telling me i'm gonna lose 40 percent of my clients okay then i will literally yeah uh, i will literally probably well, have like 10 clients the then as, as, <laughs> like what do you mean <laughs> without going there but going there let's um, go there like let the mm-hmm. doctors tell you what you need to be doing bitch don't tell me statistics are you a mathematician no you don't know. Right. You don't know about. You're not. You're not. You're not in any position to know. We, none of us know. So don't talk out your ass and cause a bunch of people to start getting nervous. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, right. But that's how I feel about about what she she was saying. She was preaching all of this stuff. Well, this is going to happen, and you're. Well, apparently, she made a point that clients might return to you and then if they don't feel like you are sanitary enough that that's when you lose them which I could see that happening but there's going to be a lot of stuff for all of us to adjust to and I understand that people are definitely going to be nervous I mean I think that we're all going to do the best that we possibly can to make somebody feel comfortable and make sure the salon is sanitary but you know I just didn't, I didn't like that she was, I mean, I didn't watch the live, from, but I know how she is normally when she's on a live. And I just don't like that. I mean, we could all sit here and pull things out of our ass and say, well, this is what's yeah. going to happen. But That's you cool. actually can't say that because you don't know. You, I mean, she's, she's never been through a global pandemic and seen what happens after she gets back to work that she said, um, Oh, yeah, I think initially you're going to be super busy and then it's going to be quiet for a really long time. I don't know. I think everyone's going to be afraid. I'm afraid. No. I think think everybody, I think, again, my opinion, I think everybody might have a little bit different of an experience, actually. You know, like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Doing a little bit better because I think people feel safer in studio salon yes for now you know well yeah so to that point uh 
apparently they did a they did two webinars they did one about reopening and they did one about sanitation i only listened to the sanitation one that was yesterday and i can send okay. that to you jamie too because it's actually on youtube he did send it but it's me. definitely worth listening huh uh, maybe yeah. I don't know, but it's on YouTube now. I sent you the paperwork that went with it. But um, if anybody works for Sola, I'm sure that you either listen to the webinar or have been getting emails from your landlords and updates. But they've actually been—I yeah. do have to say—they've been really good with us throughout this whole thing. Our landlord has been helping us, like giving us information on unemployment, and he's just been kind of updating us. And he's basically said, you know, I'm sure there's going to be rules that you all need to follow, so we're going to make a sheet up as best we can. But Sola partnered with Barbicide to bring this webinar um, to us, and there is a reopening plan on Barbicide's website, which I'm assuming is the same as the Sola one. Um, yeah. They just stamped Sola on it. But uh, they are saying, you know, that uh, on the on the reopening um, plan one, not the sanitation one, they said that there are a lot more stylists yeah. that are looking to join Sola yeah. after this. Because, and I could see why, because a lot of the major salons now are hurting. Number one, but also number two. If you need to have a more personal experience, you're going to have that at Zola. Yeah. You're not going to have that at a, a regular salon where there's tons of people. So that was the thing when when we were a week before closing, uh, you know, our business didn't slow down at all because we, yeah, it was one because because my client said this too, because, well, it's only me and you and I know you and I know how you are and whatever. And they trust us. And that's. It's a blessing for the future because they'll they'll trust us to to we have more control over our environment. But um, you know, there's going to be apparently I heard a few things about what they're going to do in our building. Uh, they're taking out the chairs from the waiting room. Then they're going to want you to basically buzz in your client, so your client is going to need to wait in their car, so they can't come in. And everyone be all in. Um, they're not going to have. You're no, not going to be so having walk-ins basically too. Yeah. They only want. <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh phew. Um, they're all. They only want one person in the back room at a time. They're going to be putting. Um, hand sanitizer stations everywhere. Um, they're suggesting. If you have a couple chairs in your room. To remove one. Um because our room has three so i'm assuming we're going to need to remove the middle one so there's enough different distance but uh we're probably also going to have to come up with a new schedule yeah, so we're all not in the room at the same time but we all work so well together we're we'll all come up with something and nobody's going to be like oh well you know like well if we have to alternate half days you know, if somebody has to come in the morning, the other in the afternoon, then that's yeah. just gonna how it gonna it's gonna have to be how it is right now. <laughs> so everyone also can fuck off and leave us alone because <laughs> they can. So there's right a few up. busybodies in there More? that can fuck off on the reopening plan, the Barbicide Zola reopening plan. Uh, basically, they say remove all your 
magazines, clean out your salon, you know, you just stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know. I, I was reading on um, Salon Second Trick on their Instagram that they basically, the CEO put out something and basically said, don't worry if you are in a state that your salon is opening uh, salon centric is going to make sure that you have everything that you need for reopening, um, you know, as far as disposable chair covers and aprons and barbicide. I already, I ordered like three things of barbicide. No, two, two big jugs of barbicide. They say to, um, I usually just buy the cheap vinyl ones, but they say that nitrile or latex gloves are better against uh, viruses and bacteria. I wouldn't know how to do Um, any of it with gloves on. Yeah, I don't know if I can either. I can't even foil. I can't even foil with gloves on. I can't. You're going to get germs. I don't want. I don't like it. I do. <laughs> my my hands are so used to it, though. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, my like, hands oh, are fabulous. I didn't right even now. feel it. <laughs> I, my nails are growing. They don't. I'm sure like everybody's hands are fabulous. Like, <laughs> I look good on my on my hands. My, my feet not so much because I'm walking around barefoot, and I'm like, it's <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I, saw a meme. I saw a meme that was like, I wonder if my shoes think I died. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't wear those. Those are growing dust on yeah. them because they don't they don't fit yeah. at all. You know, like how have you guys been doing? Like are you the people that are kind of calm right now or are you on the other side of the like are you all over the place like what's your whole um like mental state throughout this whole thing uh, it pretty my fucking brain looks like a glass like the you start with market. you it goes up and down <laughs> and like it yeah. goes into extreme lows and then extreme highs so i'm not <laughs> sure if i'm coming out of this with like a a newly bloomed mental illness or like this is really just how my brain is going to work from now on and I'm not even trying to be funny but like I'm concerned I really don't know what the fuck's going on it's very it's very unpredictable and it's very day by day and I don't want to lie and say that I've been having good days because I've been having more bad days than good it's not well I'm trying to find ways to cope I'm trying to find ways to like move myself and think like positive thoughts yeah. and maybe do like self-guided meditations and breathing so that I can get myself out of it. But mostly I find myself like wandering around the house like, I can't breathe. Is this the Rona? Do I have Rona or is this just an anxiety attack? Like, I'm having shortness of breath and it's just not good, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you, you first of all, yeah. you have you, your homeschooling. You know that that I don't want to talk about it. <sighs> I, I can't even imagine. So that that's I I give you all the credit <laughs> in the world. It's been really rough. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing that I appreciate about our governor. Uh, the people. Oh, my mom said her friend that lives in San Diego watches him every morning too. So 
<laughs> but I appreciate that he acknowledges yeah. that there are families true, that really are, are home now with abusive family members or or mental illness is obviously uh yeah you know it in an uptick because of you being home or it's it is very it's a lot of things that none of us have been through so you don't it's like everyone tries to give everybody advice on well you just gotta you know meet plant flowers and you just gotta you know go to bed at a decent time or you gotta like nobody knows so everyone should stop telling everyone else what to do and i know we've talked about this on the podcast and i've given suggestions on what you can do yeah my that was also very early on to into this <laughs> and that was 40 days ago so <laughs> like it was it's a lot different now but i mean we could all give each other suggestions but uh yeah yeah right right exactly i mean we all try and help each other and that's also part of the the point of this podcast too because i find too my friend my friend said that she she'll talk to her husband and say like i don't know what's gonna happen when i go back to work or i don't know what and he gets like okay like stop talking about it i'm like well you're a fucking idiot then goodbye and i'm like (laughs) I'm like, well, but, but that's what I said. I said to her, I'm like, well, you can talk, you can always talk to me about it. Cause I feel the same way. Like I, I find that it helps me not be so anxious and get myself riled up. I mean, I have moments where I'm like, oh my God, do I literally need to there find a new job be, after this? Because be is there going to be hair industry like left after this? But there it's, it'll be. Right. But I find that help, it helps to talk to both of you and, you know, my other hair friends mm-hmm. and just even yeah. to have the podcast, I think helps too, because it gets it out somewhere because otherwise I would be like, Dylan, what do oh, you know? Yeah. What do I do? What do you, you think? I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know what to do. And I, again, I, yeah, no, I have those moments, but for the most part, I'm calm because I'm trying to literally take one thing at a time i mean if most of if if people have been listening uh to the podcast i mean or if you haven't i mean i was supposed to be getting married in may and i've had to move my wedding a whole year and you know i was struggling with feeling guilty about being upset about moving my wedding when something like this is going on and then you kind of have to go okay but I rationally know what's uh-huh. going on and I understand yeah. but I am a human so I'm disappointed so like it's like you go through different emotions like dealing with each thing and uh, and honestly uh-huh. it's like sort of a joke but it's actually not a joke that I do thrive in chaos because of my life is very um, not <laughs> not a stable life for the most part so i'm like i already have like the built-in capabilities of dealing with things not going my way because they normally don't (laughs) again it's sort of a joke but it's also not a joke so it's like some people (laughs) yeah it's like some people are more equipped to deal with a crisis than others i mean we all have our different ways but i think i'm just kind of going i'm mm-hmm. taking the best thing that i could do for myself is take one thing at a time because again i don't none of us can predict what's going to happen we can like guess or like talk about it and try, <laughs> either make us make ourselves have an anxiety attack yeah. or calm ourselves down like i don't know we'll be fine we'll be fine but like i said it's 
better. I feel like it's easier yeah, as a industry to relate. When it comes to the, and I don't, I, I really can't tell you why. When it comes to my job security, I don't feel anxious about that. I, I, it's weird. Like, I actually am shocked mm-hmm. at myself because I thought I'm, I'm somebody that that's like the energizer bunny. I'm running, 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 running. I don't know how to stop because when I do stop, I think about things and that's mm-hmm. not good. So <laughs> it's, I was actually anxious, like about not having enough to do, if that makes any sense. And I have been abnormally mm-hmm. calm. <laughs> I've been normally at peace no it's really weird like I um I get more you know where I get stressed out I'll tell you where I get stressed out when I try to do an application for something online with the oh, government oh god yeah that's, that's very stressful like, oh my god. it's because I can't <laughs> yeah that and it's but like, it's confusing and no one helps you and you're like did I do this right or did I just fuck myself for 30 no. years I I know and I have terrific luck with that kind of Same. thing but but it's <laughs> Like I've been, um, I've been in a in a an oddly good place. So I'm coming from a different angle, which I, again I was really scared to be in my own mm-hmm. head because I, I'm normally not, and I I am pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised that I'm doing good, and I feel bad saying that Why? because a lot of people are, are well, a lot of people are mentally strong, so I feel like. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm boasting. Like, I'm good. Because it's not, like, I didn't expect to be yeah, but like, You've I been through enough kind of that, like, that. it's okay for you to take a win here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've had, you've already had your chaos. Now it's time for you to be calm. Yeah, right. So if anybody is listening that's getting married... Uh, God bless you. I feel you. But, <laughs> but uh, I found out today, my friend sent um, that Shutterfly, if you got your invitations on Shutterfly and your wedding has been postponed, oh, that you thing. can get your invitations reprinted awesome. for free. And so I've been, yeah, I was, because that literally was my only hang up with moving everything. I was pissed because we spent money on save the dates and we spent money on the invitations and it's hundred, it's a hundred, yeah. it was like a hundred dollars on invitations plus stamps. Don't forget the stamps. So I'm like, okay, well we just flushed money down the drain. Like that pisses me off. Everything else was fine. My vendors totally easy to move it was either a quick phone call or a quick email they moved it not a problem my venue the woman i deal with is an angel i swear everything was easy i was able to keep all my vendors my makeup artist was available that day my officiant was available that day you know it's great fine but uh like i said the only thing that pissed me off was like i just flushed money down on invitations but if you did buy invitations on shutterfly and your wedding was canceled all you have to, or postponed all you have to do is email customer service and there's like a couple things up there on it too if you click into the wedding like bar in the in shutterfly and it says like if you're planning a wedding now and you order invitations now they guarantee if you have to move it they will reprint it for free and if you've already set 
ordered and purchased invitations for a wedding that was supposed to happen that they will reprint it for free so i'm getting all my invitations reprinted so it's super easy yeah and so i told my one of my other friends she is getting was supposed to be getting married in June in the and oh, in the Dominican Republic. So naturally she postponed an entire year too. But I told her, I was like, I don't know where you ordered your invitations, but you should check to see if they're doing something about like reprinting. And she happened to have ordered from Shutterfly too. So she's like, that's yeah. really helpful. So well, see what happens when you do good business. Well- no, Trader Joe's, I actually have to tell you, I feel very safe when I go shopping. Now what? Because... I feel the opposite. <laughs> no, they don't. They only let a certain amount of people in at a time. They wipe down each cart. You have to wear a mask. And they you have to wait online at six feet apart. They make sure you stand at six feet apart. It, it was, that's cool. I mean, it's definitely better than Target that's happening. I know. Uh, we drove, I was telling Larissa this, but we drove down to a village today because it was so nice out and we just wanted to like be outside for a minute. So it's right by the water. So we thought, okay, we'll drive down there. And if it's not crowded, maybe we'll get out and like sit on a bench somewhere. But we got closer and closer to the village and it, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of cars down here. And we got closer yeah. to the water and I'm looking and normally it's like little stores and everything. Yeah. There were so many people down there not wearing masks at all, and they were spilling out of the ice cream shops that were open. They were there were fucking people everywhere, and I'm like, see, this is why you have to tell the public direct things. Like, if you go outside, please wear a mask. You have to wear a mask, or you're getting fined. But since it was said that you should wear it in in situations where you may yeah. not be able to social yeah. distance. You People know, go, okay, if, if I'm not going to get close problem, to anybody. So the grocery stores, they walk right next to you. Like, <laughs> the worst part too, we, there were people in the parking lots sitting, like hanging out. These kids were throwing oh, true. a Idiots. ball around six feet apart, which makes no sense because you're touching the same ball. And then there yeah, were people like that. sitting there. They were literally sitting in lawn chairs. They parked next to each other. And I was like, it looks like people are freaking, uh, whatchamacallit. Tailgating. Um, yes. I can't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because yeah. they are. The point yeah. is not, okay, continue doing what you always do, but just six feet apart. <laughs> and the point is, if you need to go somewhere, please be six feet apart. It's not like, all right, well, all, you could all sit in a parking lot in beach chairs and hang out no, six listen, feet apart while you toss around a baseball. Always supp- like, like, no. I'm never surprised by the amount of stupidity. Yeah, but, you know, the human race really never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> also, I mean, that could mm. get you into, uh, you know, people that are trying to drink bleach and inject themselves with Lysol. I think natural selection, just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't point anybody. Go ahead. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's just amazing to me that Lysol had to put out a statement saying, please do not (laughs) ingest our product. Because, like, you know that someone will and then they'll die and then they're afraid of getting sued. Even though it's already on the package, it says, like, if ingested, call poison control at 911 immediately. (laughs) Like, 
Well, there that happened when they first started talking about whatever the the thing was, uh, hyd- something chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. or whatever that's yeah. supposed to cure this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a man had it a tablet for his fish tank that had that in it. So he decided oh, to God. take it as a preventative measure and he died. No, poor guy. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Still? Because he didn't even have, he did not even have coronavirus. He took it to prevent himself from getting it and he died. Poor guy. I'm like, people, He was trying please. to not get sick and die and he died anyways. And that's like the, the ironic epitome of like what you're trying to avoid. I know. People need to just literally <laughs> think. Just use a little portion of your brain. <laughs> it weighs please. so much. It's so big in there. Make it useful. Yeah, no. Thing. Thinking is really hard uh, for some people. It's very difficult. It is. You gotta you it gotta is. respect their decision to be dumb. I can't. I know. I was going to say, I don't know if I can. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You know, whatever. Don't intervene. Their body, their choice. Let them go. Let them go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let them do what they need to do to feel safe. And if they die, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> no, no. I'm... What? No, I'll see them on the other side afterwards. <laughs> and then you ask them, so how do you feel like, now? Why? that <laughs> how do you feel now do you feel safe now <laughs> but it's just like the sad part is they're doing it to not die from corona and they're just dying from something else and that's the sad part oh yeah i know when literally all they have to do is and live so i don't know they should they get a second chance i really don't know i know i know yeah that i that i that i don't i my brain can't comprehend that one i, I don't <laughs> Where that came Tide from. Pods is uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just amazing. It has to be. It's just amazing. And people... like, I would more likely, if I'm going to eat something that's not edible, it's probably going to be like orange <laughs> peels. <laughs> Wait, no, you were saying you eat lemon peels, correct? Yeah, yeah. Jamie. Can you I... explain? Well, it's... so. I don't know where it started, to be honest with you. I think, because I always would put lemon in my water or my soda or seltzer. And then, like, I always, I, it started, I would eat the inside of the lemon mm-hmm. and, like, the inner, the white stuff. And then mm-hmm. one day, I was just like, fuck it. And then, I don't, I really like it. And I've always loved, like, candied orange peel. If you guys mm-hmm. have seen that, you should, if you didn't, you need no, to. No, it's gross. Especially I don't like it. <laughs> but i i just i eat it and i i like bitter tasting things though so for me it's like i don't know i'm weird there were more people out there that liked it (laughs) well everybody everybody there was like 40 comments on that yeah Yeah, there was a lot of comments yeah the only other person that i wasn't even aware that did that was my my grandmother Oh, my nanny did that. Oh, that's where you get hereditary. it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, well, that's funny because I was reading your status. So, so basically, to fill everybody in, yeah. Jamie, Jamie had a status that said uh, something about, um, "Hey, does anyone eat the whole 
orange or lemon, including the peel. And I at first read it and was like, oh, I thought she meant like just like eating a whole lemon. Right. Because normally people don't eat whole lemons, but she was talking about (laughs) the the entire She's talking about like eating it like an apple, taking a bite out of it. Just chomping. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, wait a minute. But you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I've known Jamie for this long and I did not know I knew somebody that ate an entire lemon, including the peel. I honestly thought there would be more people that say, yeah, I love it. It's really good. And everybody's like, what are you, an alien? Like, <laughs> it's like, it's totally, uh, I, I was looking for, for people to be like, yeah, me too. I'm like, well, I guess guess that's not happening with this one. But, but yeah. I learned something new today. I thought I knew everything about you, but I didn't. But you do not. Well, yeah, nope. I do. I mean, I'm, I don't know if it's bad for me, but... Um... It's going to be better than eating a Tide Pod. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure that you can find an article somewhere that's like, there's certain nutrients you can only get in a lemon peel that you should eat a lemon peel. I'm sure somebody eats it somewhere. I would just prefer you to Google again. Lemon peel is full of bioactive compounds that may provide numerous health benefits. Well, there you go high nutritional values so despite being eaten in small amounts lemon peels are very nutritious one tablespoon provides uh three calories one carb one gram of fiber uh and nine percent of the daily value of vitamin c uh and vitamin c is good for the corona the rona (laughs) lemon peel peel packs a high amount of fiber and vitamin c providing nine percent in only one tablespoon. Additionally, it boasts small amounts of calcium, potassium, and magnesium. Well, well then, you know, I guess I'm going to eat the peel more often. <laughs> it is. It may also support oral health, dental cavities, and gum infections. What was the topic are... <laughs> Wait, lemon peel contains antibacterial substances that may inhibit or microorganism growth. So. Wow. Yeah. High in antioxidants. Lemon juice is like a natural may have antibacterial or some shit. It is. May oh see. May have antimicrobial and antifungal properties. Lemon peel uh yeah. Lemon yeah juice says, inside your mouth if you have like a cut. It heals it really fast. It fucking hurts really bad, but it heals it quick. That's interesting. Just, hmm? It says in a test tube study. This peel significantly harmed and reduced the growth of antibiotic-resistant bacteria. Hey! I just want to add a small disclaimer. We are in no way licensed social workers, therapists, clinical anything. We are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations. So any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know it's our personal advice and we're not licensed to give it. And if you don't agree with it, you can kindly fuck right off. And also any products we talk about or things we talk about or just be 
based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood. We just have True. opinions we'd like to share. Right. We're just, we're giving you the tea. Yeah. On how we feel about certain things. And we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood. Um, I saw a nail tech was selling press-ons that she was painting and decorating herself. I don't know how much she was charging for it, but I'm like, that's pretty, uh, pretty I think innovative. I my friend um, ordered from her because she said, she was like, I just bought these pre-painted press-ons. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> but how much? Like, are you going that your nails got to look sleeky like I that? I don't know. Two of my friends. Some people are struggling. And I was like, why? Yeah. Paint them. Just bust out that old nail polish like you're fucking 10 years old again and paint them. Yeah, but put some like, glitter yeah, on. I love them. I love those girls. So if they need their nails done, you know, do, do it up, I guess. I don't know. Well, I was thinking, though, I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea because technically you're still doing your client's nails, just not on their hand. But at the same time, I was like, that's a that's a lot of time and a lot of nails. And how do you get the correct size for the fingers oh, that you're giving to the clients? <laughs> But I'm like, how much do you charge for that? Because that's a lot of trouble. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. so true. Kim's like, there is no practicality in this. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I, I saw too, uh, my friend told me that the hairdressers that have been doing like the rude touch-up kits that have been supplying like the brush and stuff, mm-hmm. the clients are throwing the brushes out <gasps> after oh, they no. tell them not to oh stupid. God. this is okay oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know how much money those things cost first of all they're like 12 dollars a piece what's the matter with you be resourceful there's other things other than hair you could even use that brush right yeah i painted yeah. a whole picture with it once like come on yeah they're throwing out color brushes and asking for a new one in their kit you're and nephew. the hairdresser's like, no. What? Now you have to put it on with a stick as punishment. You yeah, slap stick. it on with your hands with no gloves because I'm not giving you gloves either. I'm not giving you gloves? You're disrespectful. <laughs> Throwing that <laughs> slow balance brush. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what brushes you're buying, <laughs> My brushes are like $1.25. The stupid one that you were like, oh, it's got sparkles in the handle That's oh those like are 12 dollars, and it doesn't even well, push color into the hair it's so soft yeah no yeah that one didn't work at all so dick <laughs> huh? yeah, yeah what'd you say you send them to home depot for a paintbrush yeah, <laughs> yeah. slap that yeah, on yeah there you go go for it get a roller <laughs> you know Imagine somebody the- might somebody might because people are like people are like that. People are exactly. like that. Sometimes it be uh, like that. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining Thank us. <laughs> and thanks for coming to our home, our virtual and, home. And uh, was fun. And um, we'll catch you. We'll catch you next time. Keep keep uh, saving those well, stories sure in your more. head because. <laughs> oh god we'll have you back on after yeah. we open <laughs> yeah, tell please. Your stories. yeah. Bye, thanks for Janet. joining us we'll talk soon we have to
Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get together after this and have yeah, a real coffee year. time. <laughs> yes, next oh my year at my wedding. <laughs> That's the saddest thought ever. <laughs> next year we'll hang out next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, ladies. Um, have fun. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Alright, well that concludes another episode of Beauty Time. We hope that you enjoyed our special guest Jamie on our episode. If you haven't already done so, please um, rate and review our podcast because we're and give us a download. On you guys to yeah, help us get out there a little bit. Send to your hairdresser friends that are sitting home wondering. Yeah, wondering when their next paycheck will be, but Um, listening is free. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is uh, Beauty Time Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, um, it's at Beauty Time PC. If you want to send us an email, it's Beauty Time Podcast at at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on TikTok, uh, our TikTok is Beauty Time Podcast. So there's not much hair-related stuff on that, but that'll change once me and Riz can actually be in the same room together. So that's where I would like to show, like, the behind the scenes of the recording, like, <laughs> the dog and, you know, the shenanigans that happen behind the scenes, which you guys the hear loon. but don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the loon. So, yeah, that's another episode of Beauty Time. We'll see you again next week with – we're trying to get another and special And that one's also – so. he's a real – He's a real time, too. Be safe, wash your hands, and stay home, motherfuckers. Beauty time with Kim and Riss.